2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. It's time, friends, for the Simon Says Podcast. What's happening with you? We're the Get Up Show from 987 Simon. I'm Sean. Charlie is over there. Yes, we are. Maddie's over there. Am I? Be sure you click a like and subscribe and tell your friends all about it. Listen to us on the radio if you want at 987Simon.com. That's where you can click a little thing that says listen live and you won't believe it. You get to listen live. What? Wait a minute. Hey, we've talked about this before. Like a couple weeks ago when it was raining, I was talking about wanting to pick that guy up in the rain, but then not wanting to get wrapped up in his life. Right. Did you guys ever have, do you have memories of your childhood where one or the other, your parents or grandparents picked up hitchhikers? No.
3: We never picked anyone up, but I do remember seeing them.
1: But you never picked them up? No. No, you you weren't ever in a vehicle that was filled with strangers from the side of the road.
0: No, and I feel bad because I thought about it like numerous times over. Like, oh, that person could probably use a ride.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Usually, though, we were in the front seat of the pickup truck, and there was no room for anyone else.
1: You can get in the back. No, back then you could hop in the back and ride. We used
3: to ride. The kids used to ride back there. That's a whole other story.
1: My dad used to pick up every hitchhiker, every one. Yeah, but.
0: I mean, no disrespect for your dad, but wasn't he also carrying? And I thought oh, yeah. your dad didn't... can take
3: him. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, he to me, your dad strikes me as the kind of person who would not be afraid of picking up a hobo who could attack you. Oh,
1: so you're you're thinking maybe he was doing it as a challenge, like I dare you no, to but
0: come at me, hobo? Again, yes. from what it sounds like of your father, it, it does sound like he would not be afraid. No, he definitely wasn't afraid of anything. And besides, he most likely had you next to him. So, you know, you got a buffer. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Take the kid.
1: (laughs) We we picked up this guy one time and this would be terrifying. Now we were riding down the road and it's a guy with a great big backpack. You used to see him all the time back in the day. And they would be out on the highway with their thumb up. You don't see that anymore, really. But this guy had a great big backpack. And I remember I was sitting in the back seat. My dad's driving, and this crazy looking guy, like really Manson y looking, with a real long, bushy beard and long, scraggly hair. I, in my imagination, in my memory imagination, there's leaves in it. But <laughs> he's up there in the front seat, and they're talking, and then the guy takes out this giant knife. <gasps> And imagine how terrified you would be right now if that happened.
3: Oh, heck yeah.
1: I mean, even if he was just saying, hey, look at my wonderful knife, which is basically what he was doing. He was just showing off his knife to my dad. I remember my dad said, yeah, that's a nice one. But now, good God. Yeah, but
0: again, I think, true, times are way different. And also, I could see your dad being like, hey, you got any weapons? Let's compare. (laughs) And he might have,
1: actually. (laughs) (laughs) What are you carrying? And we picked up couples. I remember picking up hippie couples Mm -hmm. and and taking them, you know, way far away. (laughs) Well,
3: back then, A, it wasn't illegal. And B, like lots of people hitchhiked because not as many people had cars. Hmm. And I think there were much safer hitchhikers out there than there are now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. It's not the same. Janice Joplin hitchhiked across the country when she was famous already.
3: Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, how would pick be a her up? crazy drive. Sing, sing. Yeah. Sing, Dennis. And, and the other thing that my dad used to do, he would pick up the hitchhikers and bring them home, bring them home to my grandmother's house and she'd have to feed them.
3: Uh, that again doesn't
1: sound like that sounds it, it's like a crazy how, off.
3: How did, how did your grandma <laughs> feel about this?
1: Well, she thought it was cool. Ma, look what I got. Look at this guy. <laughs> Who
3: are you bringing home now, sonny?
1: He found some dude from Greece one time and brought him home. And the guy loved the food so much that he gave my grandmother this neat black plate with like Greek gods on it that he was carrying in his giant oh, backpack.
3: I, I thought he meant the movie
1: Greece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duty? He was the green shirt guy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so we heard the other day, man. If you got an old iPhone, don't trash that thing. And people are saying, "What? Too late. Don't trade them in. Don't trash them because they're becoming really valuable collectors' items."
0: It's not even just that. It's like it's almost like everything that was disposable from the past twenty years. Like as we get further removed from stuff, it becomes valuable. Well, and because I just think most about,
3: people did they, it was either destroyed or they traded it in.
0: True, and that's the thing. Like I didn't. I, I often would just keep it. Like So I do have an old iPhone and an old iTouch and
1: some other stuff, but... But yours aren't worth thousands and thousands and thousands it. of dollars. I still dollars. haven't looked
0: it up because now I kind of want to hold out because if it's worth that much now... Yeah, mm. you're investing
1: in your future. I,
0: it's, always it's the say. one that I have. I've gotten rid of everything else. Did you see the thing about the copy of the Terminator on VHS was no. worth... That sold for... Uh, Hold on, hold on.
1: It was thousands and thousands of dollars for a VHS tape. $32,000.
0: For a VHS tape, and just think about how, like I donated crates of VHS tapes. I said yeah. actually, I I went took them to Edward McKay's,
1: mm-hmm. and it's like, wonder how many you know thousand dollar tapes they've they've run through the process at Ed McKay's, you know, because that ain't the only one.
0: Well, and it's a VHS tape, yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's to us, it's like. Trash. Who cares?
1: Yeah. Well, it's right.
0: like cassette tapes are probably. If anybody has cassette tapes, those are probably worth money
3: now. Well, at one point, like you know, when you go to donate those things or, or get cash for them, they're like, oh, this Adrian Leg CD, like nobody <laughs> wants that, nobody <laughs> needs that. They give you like a dollar for it, and then later, for some reason, it becomes collectible because it has a typo mm-hmm. or. You know, something, they only so many of them were made or right. whatevs. And then all of a sudden it becomes valuable. And even the store only gave you like a dollar for it. Well, think about vinyl. You
0: know, think about how popular vinyl is now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the other day I was in a record store. They had a copy of Pet Sounds. It was like 500 bucks. Oh, wow. For real? Yeah, real nice copy of Pet Sounds. And I just think back to, A, my father-in-law being like, I'm going to throw a bunch of records out. You want any of yeah. them? I'm like, yeah. And it's like a pristine copy of Zeppelin II. Wow. Or, like, my dad had all these records in this basement covered in mouse poop. Mm-hmm. And I dug I'm like, let me go through these. And he's he had a bunch of stuff. He had, like, almost all the Beatles records. He had a bunch, like, some who. I
1: love what you said at the beginning of this, though, that you're going to hold on to your old phones just in case they become valuable later because you never know. Because I live by that. That's what. I've got all my stuff. <laughs> that is That's true. Sean exists. Exactly. <laughs> but
0: I think. I think mine is a more finite, I'm going on the electronics. I think yours is a broader net. We'll see. That's how it starts. We'll see.
3: Here's the thing. I actually am a bit of a pack rat like you are, but I've moved too many times. And every time I move, I make myself go through things and get rid of things that haven't been touched, haven't been used. Why am I carrying around these tubs full of CDs when I don't even have a CD player Etc. Mm-hmm. And I've event if if I had stayed in one place all these years, oh my God, I'd have so much stuff. Hmm. But I have nothing.
1: So you're saying I need to move around more and scatter this stuff about? <laughs> I don't, I can never move. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. They're gonna find me dead in a pile of stuff because I can't leave there. <laughs> I, you know, I will say though,
0: because I, I think I told you my wife started watching Hoarders again. Yeah. It really made me feel better about you. Really. Well, when you watch Hoarders and then you go to your house. Like, you're still in a collectible. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have a, a moderate collection. I, I walked into
1: your house, and I walked freely from yeah. room to room. There, there were no paths. You didn't, didn't have to have walk to through to paths. Mount over. Well, wait a minute. Does that mean that when before you walked in, you were expecting it to be a hoarder pile? Look, mm-hmm. man, I hadn't been at your house in a while. I don't know what you've been up to.
0: <laughs> you if, went through a spending phase.
3: <laughs> if you die in your museum room, will they know that you are dead or <laughs> you're a collectible?
1: Uh, I could be buried in there. I could be hidden in the museum room for sure. Because, you know, it's, it's become more of a junk slash museum room. There's a lot of stuff in there. I'm working through some stuff. I'm doing some sorting. You know know what you need to do Uh, is you need to
0: relocate everything that's not the collectible stuff into your guest room and then take the guest room as the place for the crap. And put, make sure your your collectible room stays. So what
1: you're saying is spread the crap out to more rooms.
3: Yes. Foul
1: another room Um, with my refuse. That's how it all
3: starts. I believe believe he cannot do that because Christmas is still living in the guest room. (laughs) I thought
1: Christmas was in the collectible room. It is, but how dare you say things that are true about me. (laughs) I don't want to hear the truth about me. Hey, speaking of which, how about Robert Blake, huh? You want to update on Robert Blake? Your buddy? My buddy Robert Blake, Beretta, Mickey <sighs> Gubatosi from The Little Rascals. I know y'all are jealous. Yeah. Are we? Why wouldn't you be? I just think it's neat.
0: I mean, you've discovered this semi-famous pen pal. Semi-famous?
1: Hello. What do you mean?
3: I mean, he was famous when Sean was five.
1: Mm-hmm. My dad watched Beretta. We always watched Beretta. Then he was on a show. Y'all might remember the show he did where he was a priest called Helltown. Nope. I don't. He was great on that. And he was in tons of movies too. I mean, he's a big star. Are You kidding I, me? I am just glad for him that he is connected with you. Me because too.
0: I think, I think, like you're I keeping like his memory. Well, I mean, when I'm in my 80s, it would be nice if there's someone like, "Oh wait, are you Maddie from the Get Up Show?" Oh God!
3: Don't hold your breath. Yeah, that will
1: one. that ever? happen? <laughs> <Will>
3: that? Have... <laughs> they don't do that now. Well, <laughs> I used to, to that, you.
1: Not not when you're 80s. Will that happen in eight days? I don't think so. <laughs> But so, yeah, I found Robert Blake. I don't know why I started looking for him, but I found him and I I logged into his stuff. I signed up for everything, started writing to him. But I think I might have crossed the line. Now I've ordered three autographed books Mm -hmm. from him and he writes it. He's got crazy handwriting because he's very dyslexic and he's left-handed. So you really can't read it very well. And he's
3: 88 years old. And he's
1: 88 years old. So I've ordered three books, one for me, one for my daughter, one for Scott and... In between, I've just been sending messages like, uh, hey, what's going on? How are you guys doing over oh, wait there? Now, how are you contacting uh. him? Through his email.
0: Through at, Okay, so an email. Mickey okay. G. I almost thought you were really handwriting letters to him.
3: He's <laughs> This is only slightly less stalkerish. <laughs> wow.
1: So I, I sent one, and you guys will be thrilled to hear this. I've invited him to come on to the podcast with us at some point in the future. I haven't heard back yet. Oh, oh wow. You know, you know what you're not going to hear a lot of on that podcast? Me.
3: <laughs> look, <laughs> Or me.
1: Are you telling me that if I w- was able to secure Robert Blake Beretta to be on the podcast, you guys wouldn't jump all over that? You can keep saying words.
3: I have one question. Huh. What happened to the cockatoo?
1: Oh, there were two of them. And they might, in fact, still be alive. What does that mean? I've never um, seen Beretta well in my then- life.
3: Since you just answered my question, then I'm out of the interview <laughs> as well.
1: You, don't, you never saw Beretta, so you don't know about Fred the cockatoo? He the, had,
3: That was his pet. And no. he would do tricks.
1: No. Yeah, it was a smart bird, man. But um, what he revealed is there's two birds. There were two birds, um, and I think both were girls.
0: Did you know there was actually two Michelles on Full House as
3: well? <laughs> I was going to say, it's like they do wow. when, they have, <laughs> when they have a little kid and they use the twins Boom. because...
1: All right, let's do some calls and then we'll get to some more stuff. But yeah, I'm waiting on an answer for Robert Blake. Um, that'll be
0: our first celebrity guest. Yeah, that'll be our first guest. Wow, yeah. that's we big. Are just yeah. big time, Look, man. Aren't that's podcast. That's what podcasts do. A lot of other podcasts <sighs> have guests and stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah, why not Robert Blake?
3: Guests How, people have heard of.
1: And I think he might be the only living little rascal at this point. Oh, that'll be great. I get think. him on the phone. That'll go well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I know what it's like to talk to grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And
1: he gets mad. Like, he's got this one girl that works for him. He calls her his staff, and she's the one that, you know, processes everything and films his videos and stuff. And he, one day, he's on his little video chat thing, and he's telling a story, and he goes, I'd appreciate it if my staff over there would stop looking at me like they're trying to guess if I know where I am.
3: <laughs> well, do <ya?
1: laughs> ah, he's you? He's a
3: funny
0: what? old man. I'm back. I'm back in. I want this to happen. Isn't it fun?
1: <laughs> he's great. All right, let's do some calls and see what's the. Uh, oh, if you ever want to be on the podcast 336-373-0987 is the number. And here we go.
3: Hey, Simon. You guys have been talking about 22222 all day, and I did some numerology. And at ten twenty-two tonight, that's 22 22. Uh-huh. By my calculation, and my math isn't that great. If you do the numerology for that, 22 22 at 22 22,
0: uh-huh.
3: I don't know how that's possible, but somehow I think it added up to nine. In my math, it did. Anyway, Paul McCartney made me think of the Beatles, made me think of the song number nine. Yeah. At 22 22 tonight, y'all play number nine.
4: 22, that can't add up right. Anyway. <laughs> what? Thank you, guys.
3: We missed it. Now we have to uh, wait I laughed my t- ass off.
4: I'm holding crystals in my hand, and then the... Oh, yeah, I can tell. Oh,
3: man. Y'all,
0: I don't know what I'd do without you. Love you.
1: Wow, she was into that, man. Yeah. Um, 222 two twenty two twenty two has come and gone. You can tell your grandchildren you remember it well.
3: Now we have to wait till 222
1: 2020 Yeah, 2222. I'm already yeah. busy that day. I think she's talking about my commercial
0: that I did. What commercial? I did a com- one of my commercials where I was talking about holding crystals and going,
1: oh my. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Oh! So she even listens to the commercials. You do yeah. have a fan, man. Wow, dude. Look at that. She could be uh, the one
3: that asks you when, when you're, you're 80. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to
0: opendoor.com. All right, here we go. Hey, Simon, does anybody work there besides oh, y'all God. three f*** up? Fix nope. the information thing, tell the who the artist and the damn name of the song is. It's been three f- weeks. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: Well, in in the meantime, it got fixed and then broke again. But it's fixed. But again. it's fixed again. Kind of. Well,
3: it worked today.
1: For now, did it look right?
3: Yes, it had the album and everything on there.
1: You know, I don't have that in my car. You guys are so fancy. I don't. I don't have that thing that tells you what you're listening to. But uh, I happen to know, you know, who the Eagles are and who Prince is. So I don't really need. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I recognize most of the music. <laughs> that we
3: I don't. I rarely need that. Hey, Simon, y'all got it fixed.
1: Oh, see. Thank you. Let's see how long this will last. I hate calling y'all, but I love your station.
2: He's so positive. About time you got your head out of your ass, too.
1: Oh, well, he couldn't (laughs) leave it on a nice, could he?
3: What a sweetie.
1: Yeah. Did you hear the difference in the tone of his voice from when he's angry to when he's thanking us?
0: I mean, I think the important thing is to make sure that he knows it was because of him that it got fixed.
1: Well, he clearly thinks that it's against him when it's not fixed and that we are in charge of fixing it.
3: We're smart enough to know... some piece of technology right? like that.
1: I feel like it's usually
0: just restarting a computer,
1: isn't it? Yeah, me? but I don't know where that computer is. I ain't I, touching I, that stuff, either. man. I, I That's out of my pay grade. Nice hey, Sam, I don't like turtles. I like bourbon. That's, I hear you, buddy. That's Papa G. He's becoming a regular. He calls a lot. Okay. The other guy who used to call a lot uh, has gotten a new phone and it's so bad you can't understand him. Which is frustrating
0: because he still calls the same amount and for the same length, but you can't yeah. understand what he's saying. You can't understand now.
1: any of it anymore, yeah.
0: It, he called eight times the other day. I mean, what's the point? Like, that's the problem. Like, at least back, it would be entertaining when, like, my light's flashing at my desk, and I, you know, (laughs) you have
1: one new message, and I
0: hit play, and it's like, we had another thing, and then I control the spaceships with my
1: mind. And I I could hear, (laughs) the the best is, I could hear it playing out of Matty's office, and he would listen to the whole damn thing. Like, eight minutes of that guy. You
0: know why? <laughs> is because I keep waiting to hear, it's almost like it's a roller coaster, and it's like, how how far are we going on this? Yeah. It's
3: like a bad car accident. You can't look away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to be able Road to look away. House. Plus, you can't understand it.
0: Hey, Simon. Here it is, Friday morning. Ah. Almost ten minutes after six.
1: I still don't know who the, the name of these songs are or the artist. I don't know what's going on with y'all, but Y'all are lazy. <laughs> yeah. If you will, please have a good day.
0: Oh, so that is this. Is this in proper order? Uh, yeah. Kinda. So that was it. It was broken. Then it fixed. Yeah. And then it, so broke, it broke. And then yeah. it broke again. Ah, yeah. So we let him down immediately. Right. Hey, Simon, um, about the boxer and brief thing. Um,
2: I don't know if, uh, uh, you know, you ever had Duluth, but uh, the Duluth boxers, boxer briefs kind of, you know, they, they kind of nestle like floats them and jets them right there, and they are probably the most comfortable underwear I think I've ever worn in my life. A little mm. bit pricey, but still. You know what? The boys got to be protected. Y'all have a happy Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, you too, man. Happy Valentine's Day. I must have a pouch. Talked about your boys. <laughs> have, have you ever tried the Duluth Trading Company fancy drawers? No, I'm not. Paying money for fancy drawers. No way, man. I'm cool, man. My guys are cool. I don't think I could wear I, I don't think I could wear anything that fits snugly anymore because I've been wearing boxers for thirty years. Oh see, I'm fine. I got
0: boxer briefs, I'm good.
1: Boxer briefs. So that that fits snugly, right? Yeah. Ooh, I couldn't yeah. do it. Couldn't do it, man. Yeah, that's great. I feel trapped. Like I have a certain pair of boxers that are slightly different from all the rest, and I know it. Like if they come around in rotation, I'm like, uh oh, it's gonna be a bad day. When you say feel trapped, it almost makes it sound like you're putting it over your head and you get confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh. <laughs> right. This
3: conversation's right. making me uncomfortable.
1: Well, I mean, what? How do you feel about boxers or briefs, or or boxer briefs? Well, Does it even matter
3: if we're gonna put it all out there my man doesn't wear it either so
1: Ew. he's commando Ew. i used to do that because i didn't want to do laundry <laughs> he
3: yeah, just, but it's he just more likes for to things laundry. to flow freely
1: uh that oh, I that could blow up against jeans that sounds awful yeah that could be a problem one time i went to the doctor when i was going commando and he said I, I, my leg was hurting and he said well uh just pull your pants down a little bit let me see your leg and i was like you're gonna get more than you wanted here <laughs> It was.
3: He's probably seen him before.
0: You think? I hope so. Yeah, but you got to fire a warning shot.
3: Oh yeah, you definitely. Otherwise, should. it's like,
0: hey, it's check a good that thing out. You
3: warned him. Yes. <laughs> Tada!
4: <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, Simon, when I'm ne- when I'm naked, I'm not
1: afraid. I'm happy, happy, happy.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Uh, he does God. love. He does love bourbon. Did you
1: hear that? Wait, that that end piece. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I can <laughs> smell that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Remember 336 373 0987 if we you ever don't want judge. to be included. Yeah. Oh no, we ain't judging, we have fun. Hey Simon, I told my wife
4: I wanna be cremated. She made appointment on Tuesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I like that. Comedy. Yeah. No, it's good. I like that. that was a good one, sir. See, if you called not up, listening to this. you called up with funny stuff. Huh? If you called up with funny stuff. I'd get to be on the show. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> hey, Simon, I want to thank you again for fixing the oh, name of the song and the artist for me. I've got enough over the last few weeks. I want to thank you again. Keep up the good work.
3: Wow. He's so relaxed now. And
1: full circle again. What a sweet man he is. Sometimes when he's not raining hate down on us. What's an ad- adult dessert bar? Does it mean that it's naughty desserts? Oh, yeah. This
0: place in New York, they opened up. It's like all the desserts are either they have risque names or they're actually shaped by, like, you know, boobs and butts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do Which I, I do we like, need this? No. I mean, that's a New York City thing. There's New no New York City. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see that in downtown see, Greensboro. Or... I
3: would think more that it was like alcohol infused.
0: Right now, no. This is straight up know, like, hey, I you want to cake?
3: naughty desserts? <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> I'm looking to <laughs> look see at this cupcake. It looks like a boob. You know, yay. You know, yay. I, I, it's
3: all cupcakes kind of look like boobs. You put well, two of
0: them beside each other. If you put, I mean, if you put a gumdrop on the top, uh, you but that have. gets into the pepperoni
1: area, <laughs> huh. or is it the naple? Here we have adult cakes gallery, edible art bakery, and dessert cafe. Um, here's another one. Adult Cakes, Winston-Salem. The top 30 best exotic cake bakeries in Greensboro. Ooh. So this is a thing? You know what? I've never seen one in real life. I've heard of them. The only
3: time I've ever seen something like that is like for a gag. Like, you know, somebody's 50th birthday, a guy and his friends would get him a boob cake or something like that.
0: But it, I mean... Do you think if you paid enough money, like Delicious or Maxi B's would
1: make a boob cake? I wonder. Because Delicious, remember, I've taken pictures in there and had them make the, the design on the cake from a picture. So
3: <laughs> Whose boobs are you taking a picture
1: <laughs> Hey, I, I got some boobs I want you to make into a cake. Uh,
0: these you are know, a significant other? Nope. Just ones that I like.
1: I wonder <laughs> if they would. Because... You know, oh, no man. I've taken in copyrighted stuff that they, you know, stole and put on a cake for me. Wow, way to put them on blast. Well, yeah. it's going to be eaten.
0: I, I think it's more the picture is one thing. I think it's when you're actually shaping your dessert
1: into like the things. I don't, I don't think they would do that, but they would. I think they'd put a picture on it. I mean, because, you're gonna need two hands well, yeah. to carry this. I mean,
3: <laughs> but, but I, I think it'd be better if it was like shaped
1: like. That. Oh, so now you're snooty about your nasty cake. At first, you didn't want one. <laughs> I'm now, be now it's got to be just so I gotta have one. <laughs> uh, now are they, are they cream filled? Depends. <laughs> anyway, so first. I saw the, uh, the commercial the other day with that dude with the sweet goatee, and he was selling the air fryer. That's also, um, it's an air fryer. It's an oven. It's a uh, rotisserie. Um, what else? It does all kinds of stuff. It's a
3: washing machine. Yes. It's a ironing board. It changes your oil for you. Yes.
1: And I was watching this thing, and I was like, you know, I could probably do a lot of stuff with that. And it's as I'm watching the half hour commercial, sat actually sat through it as it goes. I'm like, oh man. That pizza actually does look good. I know why that whole crowd is cheering that way for that pizza. Oh, my God, look at those cheese sticks. They're making the world's largest cheese string right here live on this commercial I'm watching. So I didn't order it from them. I did my research. And I found it $60 cheaper on Amazon. That's awesome. Look at you. You, you still fell
3: for it, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's coming uh, next week. supposed to be coming next week.
0: It's funny because I was picking up, you know, there's no school buses anymore. So yeah. I had to pick the kids up from school the other day. And uh-huh. the two, two of the teenage boys in my car were talking about the joys of the air fryer. And they were saying about how great it is for their nuggies and everything Did else. they say nuggies? No, I just, oh okay. I like you're nuggies. just trying to mess with I, me. Nuggies is I I think nuggies supersedes veggies and cocoa. No, it doesn't. Yeah, nuggies. Is, do you, worse. Know, nah, do you nuggies know how different
3: this conversation is from when I was that age and we were talking about the deep fryer that we mm-hmm. used, <laughs> and they're using the air fryer. Well,
1: I gave you my air fryer. I never even used it. I think it was probably still in the wrapper when I gave it to you.
3: Um, it was brand new. Yeah, and I I find it overrated. Yeah, Maybe I just don't know what I'm doing, but I find it very overrated. You're
0: getting a lot of good cooking stuff from both of us because I gave you a fry later. You
3: gave me a deep fryer. Oh, yeah, that's we haven't right. even used that. Oh my god! Well, well, you are you serious? You didn't want it? Well now I can't. Well now back. you need to use well, it. Why don't you know where it is?
1: Do you know I had to throw a fryer away?
0: Well, yeah, but you you had suspect fryer habits. How dare you, what do you mean? I went over your house one time and you were like, Yeah, hold on. It's outside, it's got water in it. <laughs> it's got like
1: <laughs> Who knows how old the oil was? Do you know why? Because a gentleman fries outside. You well, don't. That agree. is true, no. but you
3: don't leave it out there for the squirrels to get yeah. into.
0: I do too. But a gentleman also changes his oil every once in a while until it gets
1: thick. It's fine.
0: When your tots are jumping out because they're like, "Oh, we don't want to be in here anymore. Like, I'm out of here." <laughs>
1: that fryer was on my deck so long that the rain uh, mixed in with the oil and it got so full it was running the oil out onto the deck.
3: Why do these mozzarella sticks taste like shrimp?
1: And uh, it would be soft-shell crabs, actually. So that one I threw away. I think I'm down to one fryer now. At one time I had three. All I have now is the big turkey fryer, and it's like, that's like three gallons of oil. It's
0: crazy. But see, did I, wait, did I tell you how I cut off the safety feature? What do you mean? Oh God. <laughs> so the last time I went to go use it, it has this cutoff feature that if it gets too hot, it will shut itself off. But there was something wrong with it, and I was getting real pissed off. <laughs> so I cut the wires off and re-spliced them together. So now it works great.
1: So now it can burst into flames at yes. any time. <laughs> I like. I a boss. think it might
3: explode.
1: <laughs> Those are great. But you talk about the oil thing, man. What do you do with that three gallons of oil?
0: I at the next day, I usually will strain it and keep it until it gets real played out. Yeah.
3: What do you do with? Do you never strain okay, yours? just no. this is this is a much smaller. Um. um level of oil, but I made some stuff in the crock pot the other day and it had all this leftover grease and it's, it's not like hardened grease. It's oily, gross stuff. What do I do with it?
0: You're supposed to put it back in the container that you poured it out of.
3: Um, well, it didn't start in a container.
1: Didn't put it in a container. Funnel it into it, something that'll fit Right now it.
3: it's sitting in a glass bowl on my counter with you know, a piece of foil over it, because I don't know what to do with it.
1: No, that. you know what this you do. This is my, my good oil.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, either. Well, you're a little bit more out in the country. You could always, if you had to, in a pinch, just run it out and toss
1: it in the yard, but your dog would get it. But the dog
3: it. will find it.
1: Yeah, and it'll kill that patch. Did I tell y'all when I used to work at this steakhouse back in the day that we also sold fried fish and shrimp and stuff like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Every other week or so, the grease would get dark, and we had to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. And we disposed of it responsibly by taking it out by the road and pouring it in a hole. Of course. Mm, That's my good. <laughs> <trial>. <laughs> and I, I must have done that, I don't know, four, five, six times during the time that I worked there, but that was their regular gig. God. The The oil went in a hole oh, out by the so ditch.
3: There was so
0: much oil. God, I used to have to, like, I used to be, they, we used to have this cleaner, like uh, like a machine, where it, you'd put this bag over the, the metal part and you'd put it under the oil trap, but you'd have to do it when the oil was still kind of hot. Yes. So you drain the oil into this thing and then it would filter it through that bag and pump it back in and then you'd scrape all the debris out of it and stuff. <laughs> and then when it got too old, then you had to carry it up to the actual grease trap Like it would be a thing where businesses would come around and suck your fat. Yeah, people steal that.
3: that, Yeah,
0: people steal that that oil. Like the
1: smell in that container was always just like. Golden Skillet used to have an oil barrel out back of the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And we used to love to put things in it. Trash gravy. Just like throw things in it, watch them sink. (laughs) 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 You know, how are you not going to do that? Change. Yeah. Rocks. Whatever. Ooh, somebody's keys. Rubber duckies. A, a car, little toy car. Watch this sink into grease. What else are you gonna do? Oh man,
0: I wonder how many like action figures are in there. <laughs> like that's almost a video I'd make with my friends.
1: Like drop it in the oil.
0: Han those going to the grease planet. <laughs> ah,
1: Chewbacca. I think if you're a kid and you come up on a barrel full of grease, it's an unwritten law you have to put things in that. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you go to the bottomless pools up by Lake Lure and the sign says, don't throw anything in here. The first thing you do is drop a big rock in there (laughs) and fall down on your stomach to see how far you can see it go down in Mm
0: -hmm. there. Am I wrong? Look, anytime someone tells anybody to not do something, the first thing
1: they want to do is do it. That's that's law. Matthew Perry is doing a tell-all on Friends.
3: Oh, yeah? He doesn't (laughs) remember any of it.
1: That's a good point. But he says it's not sugarcoated, it's not malicious, it's just a straight up truth.
3: Again, he doesn't know if it's the truth or not. He doesn't remember the last three seasons.
1: Side note: I saw the
0: picture of the guy who ran the marathon with the ninety one shirts on or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it was exactly what I pictured from
1: that episode of Friends. Yes, could he <laughs> could be I wearing be any, more, wearing shirts? any yeah. more shirts? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I love that. That scene in Friends was my favorite. And when that guy did that, the guy ran a half marathon the other day wearing ninety t shirts. That guy is my hero.
3: That's that's I feel like one of you needs to try it.
1: No.
0: Uh, first of I all, I mean you don't a,
3: have to run the half marathon. I just want to see you put 90 T shirts on. But i got
0: them all folded and stacked. <laughs> yeah, but I'd need variety of sizes. Like it would literally, yeah. like you said, oh, yeah. it would have to be out of the si- like the prize closet with yeah, one shirts with we have. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get a small on. Are you well, kidding yeah, me? You, you, have could. To.
1: you could. You could squeeze into it because you've got 89 more shirts. Think yeah. about it like that. Oh God You gotta it. make room. It'll be so choky. But nah. Put a, put, a, put a couple smalls on.
0: You're the, doing fashion, not fashion. No, but here's my here's a legit question. You know how you'll freak out if you can't get out of a doorway? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the freak out when you realize, like, I got to get out of this, and you're stuck in 90 shirts? We were like, just talking do do? about,
1: like, tight underwear is is a claustrophobic thing maybe you're right maybe 90 shirts would yeah, be too much of a freak because out if
3: you if you do feel like you need some help so what if everybody like is like okay all his shirts are on and they go away <laughs>
0: or are they, what do they kick <laughs> you over <Standing> there. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a turtle you're just lying there going
3: ah, hell <laughs> me. i mean you can't pull it off no his your arms, own arm but his
0: arms are literally to his yeah. side like a t
1: uh-huh I'm like what do you do dang now you talk, I can't
3: get it like
1: <laughs> you're talking me into it <laughs> The more we say about it. But how would you cut it off? Like, would you cut them off? No, those are my good t-shirts. <laughs> this is my 90 best t-shirts I'm wearing. Those are
3: all of our Simon shirts.
1: Man, I told y'all, I have all of my t-shirts, the ones that weren't taken, the ones that didn't walk out of my house, mm-hmm. but I've got all of them stacked up in my closet just just in case there's a t-shirt emergency. <laughs> I'm all set. I bet you there's more than a hundred. I've never counted.
3: In case there's a t-shirt quilt Dude, emergency.
0: do you realize... Them? So, you know, we talk about all things becoming retro and and uh, worth money again. The stuff I took my daughter to h and m at the mall, mm-hmm. and they've got like a nirvana shirt, and mm-hmm. like, oh,
3: yeah, it like, makes me angry because I'm like, i all, all of the shirts that I actually kept. I had made into a t-shirt quilt, so I couldn't wear them even if I wanted to. But I did clear out a lot of old ones that would totally be, like, I would look like the coolest person right now. These dum-dums
0: are wearing these things, like, this is so retro. Like, my daughter's 16th (laughs) birthday, one kid was wearing, oh, God. One girl was wearing a No Doubt shirt. Another kid was wearing another band that I was like, oh, my God. And And this one kid was talking about, like, I love 90s rap and metal like Pribus and I was like <laughs> what <laughs> is
1: happening my kid wears Kiss Pink Floyd um. Who The Who for sure she, yeah. and Queen but they sell that stuff at like vintage boutique
0: stores for like yeah. a $500 you know Kiss shirt it's like are you kidding $500 yeah God. well that's the thing like or like it'll be a Gucci that's Kiss insane. shirt look you know?
3: can get it at Target for about $19.99 yeah, looks,
1: looks exactly the same Yeah. oh guess what else my kid is wearing now vintage 1977 beretta t-shirt that i found her online oh, didn't get it from robert God. blake didn't get it from him and he's get his his thing on the show was he always had a cigarette but he never lit it he would just suck on an unlit cigarette and then he'd throw it down and get another one so in the picture on the t-shirt he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and a bird on his shoulder she wore that to school
3: did she get in trouble with no, the cigarette? No. Really? The,
1: the teacher that is into that stuff thought it was very cool and the cigarette wasn't mentioned. Maybe because they knew he never lit it.
3: <laughs> I'm really surprised that yeah, they was... didn't say something about that. But So did you sit her down and force her to watch episodes of Beretta first? or
1: When my cable was out for two weeks... We watched all the Oh
3: right that's where this yeah. obsession started. I forgot. I don't think
1: she has a lot of options. I think they have one TV and it's like this is what dad <laughs> is watching. You can either watch this or you know. Basically, yeah. No TV in her room. She's never had a TV in I her wonder room. Wonder
3: what therapy when she's 30 is going to sound like.
1: Nah, she's going to be great. You think? Yeah, oh, when she's when she's 30 if I'm still alive she's going to be too busy taking care of me to do therapy so yeah i guess i uh, you know i was gonna go to therapy but i gotta
0: rifle through my dad's stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks so much for hanging out with us i don't know how you do it it was podcast number did we say 108 podcast 108 mm-hmm. be sure you like it and subscribe and plan to join us next wednesday for another cavalcade and remember if you want to be part of it 336-373-0987 is our phone number maybe you'll be on next week's podcast final thought charlie
3: I'm going to go search for hitchhikers to pick up. Aw. What could go wrong?
0: Aw, you stole mine. I was going to say, make sure next time you pick up a hitchhiker, you ask to compare weapons.
1: <laughs> next time. Bye.
3: Bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's Get Up Show.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.